What's up, friends, family, and fans? It is I. That came from the depths, bro. Like that yeah, was man. that was pretty good, right? That was it was a nice little glide Steve too. Like, man, ain't got nothing on me. Ain't got nothing. He just beat me to it. That's all. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to Life on Podcast. This is where we listen and inspire friends. Every well, it is I, your homie, your friend, Stone Stafford, and I am with my equally important partner mm. how's that yeah man you know what we made this a thing Why don't you tell me who you are first? i'm johnny vaughn made this this thing <laughs> that uh we have to put in johnny is that okay like you get you look for me for approval <laughs> for my intro because I, you <laughs> disapprove almost every intro i have don't want to be a co-pilot don't want to be a wingman I mean, don't want to be a co-host although that, that came from the wife you know yeah you really know what it is is that it's it's that short person syndrome thing like i'm never the star ever. i don't see you as a short person though well that's because we're always usually sitting down out of no, that I just, you have a big personality. <laughs> so anyway, welcome guys to Live on Podcast. Uh, today we are going to discuss royalties, self-inflicted wounds. So back to what I was saying. Gotta be clear. Yep, that up. does not mean be biased or bigoted mm -hmm. against anyone else. It just means looking out and making sure that when you're dealing with your people. They're getting a fair shake as well. So we are back. I'm going to use my authority to say that. Um, <laughs> say butters me up at the beginning so he can drop that nonsense. <laughs> now I had someone mm -hmm. say, uh, why don't they get on with it? They, is this what they're going to be blabbing all the time? So we're going to short the blabbing in the beginning. And they didn't no. say it to me. They said it to someone else. No, this is this is my podcast. I'm blab yeah. if I want to. Let's get on with it. Though, so it's they can keep my listening. podcast. I can blab if I want to. Blab if I want to. Blab if I want to. You would blab too if you had a podcast too. <laughs> Yo, so royalties. Now, obviously, when we're talking about royalties, specifically, we're going to be talking about entertainment. Yeah, maybe even more specific, talking about music. Music, mm -hmm. but you know this can happen in any sector of business where royalties are concerned. Quite frankly, and it absolutely does. Yeah, it absolutely does. So, self-inflicted wounds. What do I mean by that? Well, this one we're going to concentrate a little bit on us. Mm -hmm. And for those who are uh, listening through Audible, I just rubbed my skin to show that I was a brown person. <laughs> but <laughs> so, what is going on? So, we still have it now. Where? Well, actually, I'm going to just pose this with a question. Mm -hmm. Should black executives who have the power to do so do more to protect their own, especially where recording artists are concerned, and making sure they're getting their rightful and fair share of the royalty pie? And I'll go ahead and just pose that question to you, Mr. Johnny Vaughn. Yes. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. There it oh, that means sit back, <laughs> grab some popcorn, and listen. No, that's it. I man, I over the course of the last 50 years of our musical artists okay. you've heard splintering of groups my, my favorite one the jackson five when mm -hmm. they wanted to get control of their stuff mm -hmm. that whole thing with cbs and, and motown happened because they wanted more control of stuff and then from my understanding there was some royalty issues of who was getting paid what not getting paid stuff involved in that too um and i've, I've always looked at the situation when we've been and uh, First of all, big up to all of the wins courtside for what's been happening as of late mm -hmm. um, yeah. with songwriters and publishing just in general. But over these years, it's always been one of us in a power position. When you look at it, it, Barry Gordy with, with Motown or infamously Diddy and Bad Boy like as of, as of late. Um, even LaFace 
Records had some stuff, mm-hmm. and I've always wondered. I was like, why? Why does it always come down to when we're not getting what's ours? You don't hear from the us that are in the power positions that had some say in the contract situation. Now, L.A. Reid, again, if I could have idols, he's top three in one of them. So far be it for me to call him out on anything. I'm just curious to know when why? you were in the situation, why did that happen to so many folk? Like, was it business as usual? Which, yeah. honestly, I'm just going to go with that's what it was. That's what it was? Just business as usual. At the end of the day, paying attention to the bottom line, mm-hmm. not necessarily have... You almost have to kind of have a personal mission to make sure there's equity and equality in the music industry. And if you're in a position to make sure that happens, you almost have to have a personal mission to look out for that. Other than that, everything's bottom line. Yeah, Everything's about the bottom line. So you're kind of not really looking... To make sure, like, use L.A. and at that point, we say L.A. and Babyface mm-hmm. uh, with Tony Braxton, where um, typically artists, the rate that you're going to get on a mechanical, and that's that's when you sell your, your music, right? Sell your album. Let's just talk about an album, right? Typically, the rate, you can look at getting anywhere from the low end of 8% to the high end, which is rare, of 25%. Anything that falls in there is what you can expect. Now, notice I said percent. Mm -hmm. Tony Braxton got 33 cents per album Mm -hmm. when she came out. And that's that's just super lowballing. So to your question, why did L.A. Reid or Babyface allow that to even happen? Now, I don't know how their distribution deal was structured with Arista because it all falls under Arista. And sometimes when you get a distribution deal like that, the distributor or the major label, they kind of dictate the terms that you have to do your deals with mm-hmm. and you kind of just kind of follow suit with that. Or you do the deals and you just bring them to this major distributor and go into their system and you get put out. So I don't know if that rate was a LaFace rate or if it was an Arista dictated rate, mm-hmm. but our question here is why didn't the LA or Babyface fight for it or fight for something mm-hmm. better? Because I mean, my, my thing is that in those positions, they, they knew the business better. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they were in the situations where they were close enough to even get the details of the potential deal before the deal was was put on the table. Mm-hmm. And you see that if you see that I've got this talent and this is one of and I'm going to use the phrase. This is one of us. Okay. Um, because there's some other situations where it happened uh, with like I think it happened with Pink, too. Didn't Pink have some issues with. Oh, probably. Yeah, I think Pink has some issues, too. But I mean, just, just talking about us in general, to, to take care of our community, one, you see the talent and you want this to be a thing of longevity. Let's make sure everybody's happy and taken care of through the teaching process and not force everybody to bump their heads by losing out on millions and then realizing later, oh, this was a bad deal mm, when right. someone could have taught them. I, don't, I, just, I feel like with us in the music industry in general, there hasn't been enough handholding. Um, I've, I've shared the story in the past okay. of when That's a benevolent thing, yeah, not too many benevolent people in the entertainment, <laughs> in, the entertainment in general. <laughs> um, but I mean, there's there's still there's some stuff of, of of hours that got out from back when I was still producing a lot that ended up getting used on some Discovery Channel stuff. Nice. And every once in a while, I still hear it, and I haven't gotten a single dime from it, and I never what? will. How? I, because the deal that we signed was terrible, and no one was holding my hand. That was the first lesson I learned. Oh. my head. I got the production fee for all of the work we did on it over the summer when we did what? the stuff, and then I, I, I don't get anything from it. How long ever. ago was this? Uh, 12, 15 years? Somewhere in there. We were right, between, well. between 2005 and 2009 was when we were doing a bunch of that production stuff. So what batch of stuff that that music came from, I don't remember, but it was in there somewhere. But we had the internet, though. Yeah. 
We did. You know we did have, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So but it was new. <laughs> it wasn't all that new. We still. I mean, it wasn't we, all that new. LimeWire was still around. We're still. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I know now is what I'm putting out. But what I'm saying no, is I the person it. who brokered it. that stuff for us knew. And, yeah, for sure. And sure. didn't didn't tell us. So, you know, like I said, I got paid for doing it. And we, we, made, a, we made a decent amount of money for the work over the summers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, again, you know, me being in my 30s now and, you know, Shark Week comes on or whatever <laughs> on something. And I, I'm like, man, that sounds real familiar. Is that mine? And, it, you know. It, Did that happen? That has happened before. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that has wow. definitely happened. Well, then, have, now you, you couldn't go back and. Well, actually, you didn't sign anything I, that allows exactly, you to. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So that's going to go back to our number one platform with Life on Podcast. Mm-hmm. Starts with the A. Ends with a Y. <laughs> Accountability. So here's the deal. I'm going to throw you a bone. Okay. How old were you when all this happened when you got those placements? Uh, 1920. Yeah. All right. I'm going to throw you a bone. Say that you were 19 years old mm-hmm. and the internet was new-ish, kind of, <laughs> sort of, maybe. <laughs> this is a big bone I'm throwing you right now. But um, although all you need to know about the music business book was out. But here's here's my bottom line, and I had it too. Is by the way. you know there's there's really no excuse. At the end of the day, no matter how you slice or dice it, but once again, it's it's the whole thing of where we are paying attention to the creative side mm-hmm. of music, and we forget that it's the music business. We yeah. don't want to think about the business side, right? Um, but you have no choice. Here's the thing. This is what gets me. People will apply for a job. Let's say this is your first day at Cox. You're not at Cox anymore. You're CBS. Yeah, I'm still at You're Cox. at Cox. I thought it was CBS, but you were at no, CBS. I, uh, CBS was the first one. Yeah. You're applying for a job at Cox. What are some of the, give me the top three things you're going to want to know about that job. Top three. Ooh. I don't know if I'm the right person to ask. That. I mean, it I doesn't have to be know. in any order. But okay. What are the top three things you're going to, you, there uh, may be a list of 10. How much I'm getting paid? They don't even need to go any further. What you want you don't me to go any further. You don't even need to go any further. How much I'm getting paid. You want to know how much you want to get paid. Yes. And then chances are a follow-up is how often are you paid? Mm-hmm. Every month? Is it hourly? Mm-hmm. Is it every other week? Yeah. Is right? it per contract? Is it is it per, Right. So yeah. how are you getting paid? Right. And then when you get that paycheck, what are some of the things you're looking at? Uh, some of the taxes that are taken uh, out? Withholdings. If so that's withholdings. Thing. All sure. that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So on a regular job, uh-huh. your top concern is how much am I getting paid and how am I getting paid? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we get in entertainment. We don't want to know how much we get. Well, you want to know how much, but you're not. Well, how do I get paid? And for some reason, that goes through the wind. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why. So I will say that I can speak from my experience. I because remember, I straddled industries. I was doing a lot of live stuff and Mm -hmm. I was still doing a lot of production stuff. Mm -hmm. So in the live world, I got paid per project. So the way I got paid in my brain just never switched to where maybe I get paid differently. Because, again, the numbers that we got paid for the production sessions was Nice numbers. I mean, it whether they like switched was, or not, but did you know how you were going to get paid, though? I knew how, but I didn't know the back end of, like, if it was mechanicals and all that stuff attached to all that stuff. I didn't know that what we were creating was going to potentially be used for television stuff. We, we okay. had no idea that. A lot of it was supposed to just be soundscape stuff that could be put into a batch of things for, one, the university, and then, two, they were pushing something for Disney. So our hopes was to make it into, like, a Disney movie, which we did understand that. So the one thing that I can speak to now is that you may have an agreement that says that if we push this to this and you get placed in this movie, you get that. But nothing was talked Afterwards. about. Exactly. And then nothing spoke about television. And that's actually where we got messed up at. So nothing ever made it into movies that I know of. Question. 
Did you know the term royalties at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew the terms of. Royalties. And did you know what royalties were? I, I did. Okay. How, did so, I know how they worked? No, but I knew what they were. But you knew what they were. Mm -hmm. So again, not grading you on a curb, no. curve. I keep doing that curb. Curb. Right. Not grading you <laughs> on a curb. Outside the street. The fact that you knew what royalties mm -hmm. were, you had all the information you needed to find out how to get paid. Because if you knew what royalties were, they, these are the, the streams of income. You're being very mean to 19-year-old me right now. Hey, so it's sorry. all good because life is going to be even meaner as you found out. I, I definitely did. So now you left thousands on the table, I, if not tens of thousands on the table. Definitely tens of thousands, yeah. So that's the thing with you guys. So what I'm pointing out, though, this, this is the thing. Accountability, yes. I will accept. I, I will accept. <laughs> you, you accept it. Yeah. I'm accepting. Accept it. I accept it. I'm accept accept my responsibilities. <laughs> I accept that, yes, I did not do all of my due diligence. However, the point that I'm putting out there is mm -hmm. that the person who was brokering this for us was more experienced and understood this more, and I guarantee saw that I was making this Probably. oversight and never pointed it but out. But in what other area of your life, aside from maybe medicine, going under surgery, do you just put faith in a stranger to have your best interests at heart? There's a bunch of them, but I, I think, and again, this isn't me sidestepping the question, mm -hmm. but I think posing that question at this stage of what's happening is a little bit unfair because okay. it kind of falls under that you don't know what you don't know. It absolutely you does. You can ask all the questions, <laughs> and we did. I asked all the questions. I, I knew we, were, try knew we were trying to make music for movies. My brain just wasn't on. Well, what if this lands on TV? That wasn't the focus. So I didn't, I, I assume. You didn't it all, know what to think of that. Yeah. I assume it all fell under the same thing. And it does not. So can we uh, turn into thieves right now, you and I? Yeah. Just say yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to turn into thieves. And we are about to rob you right now. What are we robbing you Go of? Money? No. Excuses. No. So <laughs> as of right now. Whatever it is you are embarking on, I don't care if it's dog walking, recording, you could be a freaking sex therapist for all I care. You go to Google and you type in dog walking occupation. Occupation? Occupation. <laughs> sex therapist occupation. We messing up. <laughs> Songwriter occupation. <laughs> So you Google that job and find out all you can of what that job entails. Mm -hmm. The more creative it is, the more you need to focus on the business side. Yeah. Okay. There is no reason. And you will. And then oh, let me say this. Don't just read the first page of things that come up. Usually there's two, three, four, five, 10, 20 pages. Click through them all. No lie. This situation uh -huh. is why I read all the terms and conditions there you on go. everything. There like you I, go. I, but even before I click the iPhone thing, I will literally take the day and a half and read all of it before I click it right. because of that. There's no excuse for you not knowing. Like yeah. So I'm embarking on a situation right now I've never been in before. Mm -hmm. It's just on an investment side. That's it. I'm not involved in it. But all I know is I'm looking to make some money from it. Mm -hmm. What do you think the first thing I did? I jumped on Google how to vet first, how to know if this is the kind of situation to get in. Mm -hmm. I tried to find examples. I went on YouTube of people that's, that got in new investments. I'm doing everything I can so I know what to expect. Yeah. That way I'm not shocked or surprised. But I will tell you this. Yeah. That as someone who's been investing for 18 years now, even doing all of that, you're still going to miss some stuff. And whoever's managing your money is going to know things that you can't find that out. That part, Google. I agree. But, and, but I... But the... I now minimize what I'm missing out on. Absolutely. So my my thing is, and going back to, and I'm I'm. 
putting L.A. and Babyface back on stage. Diddy, okay. get back up on that block, too. Russell Simmons, you two. All y'all, get up on that, Barry. We, we don't hang out <laughs> outside of the podcast, <laughs> I'm so I'm playing. never physically in I a just, close vicinity, just, just so you know. Hey. But go ahead. <laughs> my, my thing is that when, when, when your charges do that work, because granted, majority of people don't do that work. They're just excited for the mm-hmm, opportunity. Right. And like, oh, I'm going to get this out of it. And right. then they, they don't. But the ones that do... And even for the ones that don't, if you have that knowledge, I, I feel like there's an innate responsibility in your position. Oh my, to, you sound like Stone. I know. I know. You right? really sound like me right now. <laughs> yeah, and now I see how you be looking at me I'm, ridiculous. Like, I'm, are you crazy? I'm hearing it. I'm hearing it come out. And I'm just like, yeah. I, and again, it's good. As a, it's good. I like as, a, it. as a business owner, and I mean, I know I do things for people because I, I don't have employees. I do have people who contract for me, and I have that intentionally because I don't. I just don't like dealing with employees. Um, plus, I don't like paying people's insurance. That's a whole other thing. Mm, yes. um, but. When people come to me and they don't understand how to set up their back end stuff, they don't understand how to build me, they don't have that pipeline, but they've got their LLC, they've got the structure for it, but all the inner workings of mm-hmm. how to connect again. I do my best to do some hand holding to make sure that they get what they're supposed to, especially if I'm the conduit that it's coming from. This is because you're a good guy. And, and that's the thing. So is it just we just got an industry full of us that are bad guys? We do. Okay, and I'm gonna just make it plain. We All do. Right. We have an industry, and now I won't. Just and we're not out. talking about the people specifically that I put on the block. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, using those and names. I won't yeah, try to clean it up. Go yeah. ahead. I'm just, I won't <laughs> specifically say bad people, uh-huh. but we do have an industry, even of us, who can give a damn. Yeah, whether or not you understand it or not. Again, everyone's number one concern is themselves, yeah. just by human nature. How much am I going to get from this? And which gives you the advantage because when you go in a situation. Thinking from the other person's perspective, that now causes you to ask the questions you wouldn't have known to ask. Sure. So there's a resolution for it right there. Well, what would I want if I was signing me? Mm-hmm. Well, I would want you to do this and do this to this. So now that you know that, put yourself back in your body and say, okay, I need to learn about this, 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 and this. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's so Freaky Friday from the yeah, start. All day long, mm-hmm. Freaky Friday. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be of the one that's no excuse. Like, I had someone in here, a writer who, you know, talking about, oh, we work here a few times. You know, I, I didn't, you know, name dropping stuff. You know, I did Usher in there and I was Trace on there. I was like, great. And I was like, because uh, I'm in this mode right now of like buying into copyright. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, you have a publishing deal? He said, no, I mean, right now I'm just with ASCAP and immediately my ears shut off. I said, so you're a writer with experience and placements. And I ask about a publishing deal and you're still mentioning the PRO. Yeah. It, like when are we ever going to get past that like and everyone knows that has been my biggest platform publishing has just been my platform mm-hmm. but i feel like i'm not making any noise i mean i'm just one person and i'm not the only person doing it you know shout out to cap and kendrick dean and all that stuff you know we all try to educate people on mm-hmm. um cap is capriccio skates yeah um educate people on publishing and stuff but epic epic cape yeah i know i'm so god you fumbling the day but, but i'm like i'm like but if you <laughs> aren't making the money you should be making right now mm-hmm. that's your fault as a writer i'm looking at right now one of the things i'm look at in buying her copyright i said can i ask you something before you get yeah, there go please for don't it. forget where you're going um because what we're talking about for, for those, those who are who, audible yeah for those who are audible, hand, he's rubbing his hand because i'm brown as well darker shade than he is super chocolate you feel me <laughs> in that moment where you were talking to that writer who okay. did the name drop thing mm-hmm. and then they hit you with the ass cap yeah, and uh, and rightfully so. I get why you shut off on that because again, that's a, that's an educational stop point where you just haven't dug deep enough. Right. 
Did you go into detail with them and break down, hey, that's a PRO. That's not normally, what I mean by that. Normally I would. Um, but the context at the time didn't allow me to just because okay. she was going on about all she did and da 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 da. I felt like it would be embarrassing now because there were people around. Okay. So I felt like it would be embarrassing now for me to correct her. Let me holler at you when we get done. One of them kind of things. Just like, let's let's chop it up. Not yet, because we'll be talking again. Okay. So I'm sure I would. No, actually, you know what I did? Let me excuse myself. You know what I did? I said, oh, I said, okay. I pointed to the board in the lobby. Mm-hmm. I said, I do these every month. And the next one coming up actually is music publishing, because people asked me to do that again. Mm-hmm. I pointed to her. I said, you know, you should, you should come to these. I just kind of gave that hint. She was like, oh, yeah, I need to come check those out. Okay. So yeah, so it was, a, a, right. but that was just one where I was just trying to save face for her. I got you. Per and se. I mean, I understand that one hundred percent. Yeah, but normally, yeah, I would be like, hold on a quick second. I would go to my trunk, I get my soapbox out, yeah. and then I would do. I was about to put you up on the gallows with the other dudes I put up there because I was just like, that was your opportunity to. Educate. How could you say that when you know that's just my lane? I'm, ki- I'm kidding. No, I got to say, kidding you know, that's what moment. I do. But that's, I think that's, I'm, I'm having to be more conscious of it now too because I, the frustration that comes in, in my side of things because mm-hmm. I do it a lot too it's just like oh man another one like why don't you know this but right. it's like i i can't pretend that everybody's gonna know past a certain point yeah. so i and there's you know, babies born every day so exactly got a whole another generation who don't know and which I, I, I like because it keeps me making some money <laughs> so <laughs> more, more people to pray upon <laughs> but but that's so okay if that is the case if, if that be if that be the case when those moments present themselves that we know people don't have the education mm-hmm. and we choose not to educate them but then we go into a deal and I'm not saying that you're in a deal with this particular person I don't mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. but if we go into a deal with them and we allow that ignorance to stay I, I, I get it does it still that does it absolve you 100% of any responsibility at all from teaching when you have the information the word responsibility it does especially because- if they're making you money well, the word responsibility, it absolves me of that because I gave you what we're going to do in writing. So you have that information. Now, for some reason, if you buy in a house, you read the deed and the contract with the lender. When you do everything else, you're reading it. Why don't you read the contract with music to where you understand it? Unless you just have a habit of reading crap that you don't understand. Nah, that's, that's actually. And moving forward. Right. Which you, if, you, if that's you, stop it. Like, stop doing that. I don't care if you, the person sitting right there in front of you waiting for you to sign, they will have to sit and wait for you to sign yeah. until you read and you understand it. And if you don't understand, you ask questions because you're they're wanting your business. I'll say this. Don't ever let anybody press you into signing anything on the spot or next day or somebody give you a 48-hour turn. No. Unless you fully yeah. understand it. If you don't, be like, I'll be back. Period. I, I had a, so one of my production agreements had a clause in it. Um, up, up until recently because I did a, a project with a friend and I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, I need to take this out. Um, and that made me feel kind of dirty because I was like, dang, I knew this was in there. And I mean, I didn't think to take it out until I had to go into right. an agreement with a friend. Um, and I mean, it's not like it was dirty or anything, but it was, the way it was worded was that it fully protected me Sure, in a situation where something would have been reproduced. It didn't include language to fully protect the counterparty. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hurt them or anything, but it just the the, the language solidifying their protection wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that, that people miss in, in contracts a lot is that just because it says one thing doesn't mean that the juxtaposed position of it is fully covered as well. If it's not in there, it can be argued that it wasn't covered. Case in point. 
So I signed an artist that I met through that convention we used to do, uh-huh. right? You know, I signed two of them. Mm-hmm. The second one, um, so I offered an agreement, management agreement, and we spent four hours on the phone. And I went line upon line. Mm-hmm. And I explained everything. You know, I was like, do you know? There were some things I knew she didn't understand. So I was like, so this is what this means. Mm-hmm. And then I had her ask. So we signed it. Uh, one of the clauses in there was that, you know, I got my 20% management commission off of gross earnings. Mm-hmm. Okay? Keyword here. Gross. gross. We do a show. We're working hard for the show. We do a show. It actually sold out. You know, awesome. A few hundred people seat venue. Now comes time to pay everybody out. So I'm like, well, this is what we made. Let me get my 20%. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, after I pay the dancers and the band and the venue and the blah, 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 I'm really not left with anything. Needless to say, she wasn't feeling that at all. Mm-hmm. So we started arguing. She was like, I can't believe you would do this to me. And I'm like, do what to you? She's like, why would you do it? Blah, blah, blah. I trust you. And that. I said, we went over. And I said, it's in the contract. She was like, I would have never agreed to you. I said, you did. We sat and we explained. So that's where the whole, it's not, it is a little bit of a, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. But she didn't take, even though I explained what it meant, she didn't then picture it in a real life scenario. So long story short, because I do right by my people, I got on the phone with my attorney and I said, this is what's happening right now. Da, da, da. She goes, no, you're right. She says, but there's the letter of the law. And you know me, I'm always tying the Bible, right? Because <laughs> that's how mm-hmm. people get mixed up with the Bible. There's a letter and then there's a spirit, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't use the Bible, but she was like, there's a letter of what you could do, but then there's, do you want to do it? Yeah. And she was like, as a manager, you really never want to walk away from a show with more money than the artist does. It's just not a good look. Yeah. It makes him feel kind of way. And I was like, well, she definitely feels some kind of way. <laughs> so I think in the end, what we ended up doing, and this is where I can be wrong. So but I think whatever was left, either I got 20% of the net. Okay. Uh, where essentially I got 20% of what she earned. Yeah. Right? Which, mm-hmm. you know, still sounds fair, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously was significantly less, but for that moment, it salvaged the relationship and da da da. And then we had to talk out. So, so you do have moments like that where mm-hmm. you can explain it all day long, but if they still don't really comprehend it, yeah, you know, it I doesn't. Mean, in, it doesn't in, a, in a lot out. of my scenarios, I actually, I actually do case study stuff to give examples when something could be not confused. Because again, I. Now, my deals aren't ever really complex enough to where we have to break down to that. It's usually mm-hmm. big number. Percentage of big number, sub percentage of that number. That's usually it. I usually right. have to cut down past a second layer. But if there's ever anything with like one of my contracts where they don't do it, I, I actually do scenario based stuff. Say, okay, in the event that this happens, and I'll throw a ballpark out there. Mm-hmm. Like if we do a five hundred thousand dollar show, and your project manager for me on this show, your percentage comes out of this piece of it, right? And I, I make sure that it's clear that way, as opposed to leaving it. And again, that's me. Because I've seen so many scenarios of that person knew. And that person knew that maybe you got it a little bit, but you didn't get it all the way. And they didn't take that extra step to fully make sure you got it. Right. And then now you're stuck in something you signed. And I mean, great, good. I, maybe I am a better person than most. I don't know. My, yeah. my, my spirit may be clear. There it is. I don't know. Oh, I'm rubbing off on him. Yeah, I'm rubbing off on him. Thank you. But to tie guy. us back in on why we were talking about this subject, because it was royalties and that yeah. you know, we tend to shoot our own selves in the foot as creatives, but we had a, we had a, a sub subject. Oh, wait a minute. That. You... Oh, I just realized that we didn't have full clarity on what we were discussing. 
You said we shoot ourselves in the foot as creatives. Well, no, I didn't say as creatives. I just said we shoot ourselves in the foot. But I ne- but we oh, talked about we, we a little bit, meaning we. Remember, because I rubbed my yeah, hand. Yeah, okay, yeah. I want to. I'm because I just want to make sure I bring it back. To my, that's what we we're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, because the my we was those of us who are over the people who were signing it. That's the we I'm talking about. Oh, I was talking about we as a people. Oh, snap. Because I thought that's why you mentioned those particular people, how you have black executives not looking out for black artists. Yeah, I mean, it is that, but But you were on a bigger thing. Oh, no, I'm on the whole rebranding of black America. Y'all, we have a really dope episode coming up on that topic. We're just trying to pick our our guests. This is how how contracts get signed with misunderstanding. With misunderstanding. (laughs) (laughs) You would have been going all over the place with Disney. I'm like, no, this is BET. <laughs> I'm glad we did that halfway through this negotiation. Well, yeah, because I was trying to bring us back. So, let's, let's so yeah, it is about creatives, but even more so, it's about I think you have somewhat of an obligation if you care about your people. Yeah. Where if you're a person of color in that kind of position and power where you can make sure another person of color as a creative isn't being taken advantage of, you should absolutely do that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the one area with us where we lack in comparison to so many other cultures is mm-hmm. looking out for our own. Yeah. That does not mean, and you know, it got to be clear, yep, clear that up. does not mm-hmm. mean be biased or bigoted Mm -hmm. against anyone else. It just means looking out and making sure that when you're dealing with your people, they're getting a fair shake as well. Mm -hmm. And that also goes for if you, we touched on this on some episodes Mm -hmm. when we go to our restaurants and stuff. If Mm -hmm. if our people, just say, listen, I'm going to tell you this because you want to mind. It's us. I hated this whole experience. You did not do right by me. And that's not how you should do things. You should look at it. Nine times out of ten, they're going to take that the wrong way and they're going to cuss you out. But you did your job right. to let them know that, hey, this isn't how you should be doing right. this. Because it's our responsibility as a whole right. to make sure that our come up is together. Yeah. You know, all I mean, boats will rise with the tide, but the boats got to be in, in the same pond, in the same in the It same really water. does. No. And we just have to get on that thing together. So I do feel, me, myself, mm-hmm. If I, uh, I'm well, see, for me, I'm just like that across the board anyway. But absolutely, I'm all for teaching us about how this business works because, mm-hmm. you know, we tend to be the ones that get screwed the most you yeah. know, out of it. So, like, even when I buy copyright, like, so with this young person I'm looking at right now, you know, usually if you're a publisher, music publisher, and you're going to buy into someone's copyright, Typically, you will buy into their publisher's share. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys go back to the episodes where we talk about music publishing. You understand about being Plus two one and entities. Part two. Yep. There's two entities that you are. You're the songwriter and you're a publishing mm-hmm. company. So if I'm going to do a co-pub situation where I'm buying someone's copyright, usually I'll buy their publisher's share. Mm-hmm. But trying to look out and be fair and have their interests at heart, what I'm offering is we can do one of two ways. I can either buy into your writer's share because the rule is that the moment that you always learn is no one ever touches your writer's share no one ever touches your writer's share i preach that too but in this scenario if you're someone you don't have a publishing deal and i want to buy into your copyright essentially i'm going to give you money mm-hmm. to own a percentage of your song that's what it is but there's two sides i can buy in i can either buy into your writer's share or i can buy into your publisher's share the only reason why i offer both is let's say you want to do a publishing co-publishing deal with a Sony or BMG, they're going to do a deal with your publisher share. So if they go to your publisher share and see that 10 or 15 or 20% is gone already to someone else, mm-hmm. 
they might not want to do a publishing deal with you. So to block, so to not block that opportunity, I will offer then to buy it from your songwriter share. So that way your publisher share is wide open to do a big publishing deal with someone if you need to. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm going about doing it. Because that looks out for the both both that explanation alone is more than what most producers and writers and artists ever get ever get and and that mm-hmm. that that's i think that's the sticking point that right there would change a lot of the butt hurtness if just under that term but but hurtness my sphincter just would tightens it, every time i hear that would it be better if i said but hurtedness no this is not use it <laughs> you use the word sphincter i mean come on now I'm that, start. that actually, when it came out of my mouth, I was like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't reel it back in. It was I'm gone. Like, Should have said Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> what boy? Um, but I mean, it, that's that simple explanation. I, I think the majority of people who would hear this episode will understand that mm-hmm. based off of that scenario being put up on the table and understand it. Oh, I appreciate that one. And then you've got the choice. Exactly. But the lack of just that simple explanation by those who should be holding our hands, I think is kind of what has us in it. And I granted it's all songwriters and publishing that's been benefiting because it's all been screwed by streaming like right. everybody. But I mean, more so us because we're hyperly screwed because we really don't know what's been going on. And, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that those explanations haven't been given by the people at the top and notice before. oh good point notice I'm not even if I if I didn't do that explanation right I wouldn't have done that person wrong no by, by, right right but all of a sudden Sony comes so we're getting these placements here mm-hmm. Sony comes like hey we want to do a million dollar pub deal co-pub deal with you they're like great let's do it and then they say okay well, show us whatever deals you got on then they look at oh wait oh Stone's you got, got 100k already to another person oh <laughs> uh, yeah no nah, we can't do that they're yeah. gonna be like why you do this to me? Why exactly. you and and, 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 and really, really like, I didn't. You knew yep. this could happen, and that's what it'll that's what it'll be. So it's it's literally, and again, you may be powerful enough to where you don't care. Again, the the machines in most cases are churning out artists that show up in artists. They they are, are, are artists. Oh my god, I'm doing this. I'm rubbing off, man. It's killing good me. and bad. Um, they. It may not. I mean, because again, the, the industry will eat artists up. The next artist will be up after you mm-hmm. if you burn out. If you happen to be a one hit wonder or not, so it could be that thought process of just next man up. But from that longevity standpoint, like a lot of these heads that we've had, like Barry Gordy's image with his artists w- was always as if like a, f- a father figure, a right, brother right, figure, right, like right. it was there. So when you hear these stories come up, that man, how did that happen? I thought I thought he was he, I thought was, he cared. Yeah, I, I thought, thought he, he was cared. that guy. And at the end of the day, he's just as shrewd as the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, I I I take offense to it because it's like, okay, well then now that's been matriculated down from that era to the next through the 90s until now. And then now that everything is kind of starting to get worked out in the court systems, we're starting to find out that it, it was literally like people didn't understand that example. Here's a hack. Starting today. If you are getting into any industry, business, or job that's new to you, you don't have experience in it, whatever it may be, two things you do. Hop on Google and literally type in the words, all I need to know about, and then that business or that job. That's one. Or everything you need to know about music, cooking, opening a restaurant, whatever. And read pages of... And read pages upon pages upon pages. That's one. Two, find at least two or three people who are highly experienced in that area. And buy them and coffee. And if they're stranger, buy them coffee, offer them a fee for an hour of their time. 
and you ask them the same question. What is everything you feel I need to know going into this? Cover those two bases. You, you greatly minimize your chance of ever getting screwed or not knowing what to do. Yeah. So instead of us robbing you, where well, we're still robbing you because now you really have no excuse because now I just told you how to go about doing it. So if and you, you got enough a- examples of how to mess it up. Yeah, to where if you, you go and mess it up, yeah. that is so your fault. You, I don't want to say you deserve it. But Johnny will say it. You deserve it. Yeah, there it is. It's on so, you, Shouty. <laughs> <laughs> so look, hopefully we, you guys found that this was helpful because obviously we talked about music, but we feel you can apply this in almost any area. So Absolutely. hopefully you do. All right. So if you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Look out for each other. Mm-hmm. This is valuable information. So if you are a minority, share this with another minority. Mm-hmm. That is an exact example of what we're talking about. So you should be clicking that share and typing in somebody's cell phone or email address right, and, now. right now and sending this episode. And go ahead and like and subscribe and check it out. When you subscribe, right? Look, if you want to turn off the notifications, you're not going to hurt our feelings. We get it. We get so many notifications all over the place. Silence the notification if you want. But just go ahead and subscribe, all right? We need those numbers so that we can start doing more uh, for you guys. This chair is I love like it when mug. Stone does his, his key sweat at the end of the episode. He just started begging real life. Please follow us. Oh, <laughs> like us. Please, we need your likes. There you go. Subscribing <laughs> again. There you go. <laughs> uh, shout out to Key Sweat. Um, but anyway, so yeah so like subscribe tell a friend uh-huh. um, you can always find everything you need from us on lifeonpodcast.com videos platforms whatever it is you want it's all right there you can binge on the last 10 episodes mm-hmm. right there on your phone yep uh, if you want to say what's up to me you can do that on Instagram at stone letter O not zero letter O letter O seven and on Insta, Twitter at stone double O seven as zeros underscore that is so confusing it is so confusing bro <laughs> and it's like you, you find and a there's more a reason confu- why it is because someone won't come up to but come off the you find a more confusing way to explain, to explain it, it every, like every time. two episodes <laughs> it's like the more the more clear I make it the more confusing the more complicated it, is. Yeah. it gets just Johnny Vaughn J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N appreciate y'all what I should do is say Twitter first stone zero zero seven underscore uh-huh. or on instagram stone letter o letter o seven you've done that that way let's a, go back to that we'll go back to next that. episode we try that man we love y'all thanks for spending your time with us we yes. appreciate it hopefully it was helpful hopefully it inspired you hopefully we didn't banter too much for you and we just went on and on and we got to it because y'all was tripping to that one person yo go out there be great we love y'all see you next time Holla. peace